Do you like books? What about books that read to you? Not the books themselves. That would be interesting if books had voices. It would be like once upon a time. You don't know if the book, what what voices the books would have. Who, who knows? Sometimes the books are read by authors. Sometimes they're read by uh, voice actors. I've mentioned it before. The Martian's one of my favorite because the voice actor is pretty fantastic. Uh, but if you want to go investigate the world of spoken books or weird books with faces, I don't know what I'm talking about. AudibleTrial.com slash dopamine, D-O-P-E-A-M-I-N-E. Get your first ebook for free and then uh, pay monthly to get uh, as many ebooks as you can muster. So go ahead and do that thing. AudibleTrial.com slash D-O-P-E-A-M-I-N-E, and that supports the channel. So let's get back to the show. It's three-time Pro Bowler and Super Bowl champion Keyshawn Johnson. I want to introduce you to my new show, All Facts, No Breaks. I'll be giving you the real reactions to the latest sports news and inviting guests in the sports and entertainment world to break it all down. Tune in. And make sure you listen and subscribe on Spotify. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy. But you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great. Filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Hello there, C-Note here. I am out here testing a couple bits of equipment. So I thought I'd do a quick video all about making big decisions as an INTP because Molly and I just got hitched. So congrats to us. <laughs> <laughs> I will do it myself, uh, but I'm sure you're saying it behind your phone as well. Um, so I wanted to talk about making big decisions as an INTP because it can be really hard. It can be hard to make decisions as an INTP because, first of all, there are probably a lot of expectations about when and how you should make your decisions. So maybe other people in your life, your parents, your partner, your whatever, um, they might have their own assertions about when, where, and how you should make these big choices, or you know what direction you should go in, whether it's choosing a job, whether it's um, landing on whatever, right? And I, I say landing on whatever because as a fellow INTP, it can be pretty hard to pick one thing, and then you also feel like you have to pick one thing, right? And picking one thing could feel like a, it could feel final. It could feel like I, I have to pick this and stick with it. And so I'm gonna take extra thought and extra consideration into picking the final thing that I need to pick. And that could be daunting, that's a lot. Uh, and then also there's this idea of not being a particularly emotional person. You know, as an INTP, we're making data-driven choices. So making data-driven choices can sometimes make it hard to assess, like, 
what what are my values then? What what is important to me? What is what do I even want? Like, do I want things personally, or am I just making choices based on what makes sense? It's a little bit of both. I mean, when you figure out what makes sense over time, you sort of figure out what makes sense to you and what's interesting to you. But I think if you've done some searching online and some self-analysis, you'll probably start to realize that it ultimately comes down to having to taste test a lot of things. And taste testing a lot of things leads to having things to actually deduce. So when it comes to dating, for example, go on a lot of dates, talk to a lot of people, make notes <laughs> of, of what kinds of interactions you actually enjoy. Uh, don't commit to anything too soon. There's actually a YouTube video called The Mathematics of Love that I think is very useful for an INTP to look at to figure out to really, to really reinforce this idea, to reinforce why you should take your time, why it's important for you to, to make a self-assessment about um, where you should be going in life, right? So as you can see, I'm a little bit distracted because there's sometimes people around and I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I'm just wandering and um, so when it comes to relationships, for just as an example, you know, it's, it's beneficial to taste test, as it were, and not make any rash judgments too soon. So when it comes to assessing our values, I, I think that's going to come as a measure or a matter of time. It's not something that's going to just be automatic and not something that's just going to be instant. It's not going to be one moment, right? It's not going to be this cognitive choice. It's going to be a series of things and it may even come as a result of spending some time in a relationship and then later realizing it's not right. And the main thought here, while I try to wrestle this gimbal, it's really heavy. <laughs> um, the main thought here is that you just don't know and you can't really cognitively know. There's a lot of things that you have to personally experience for yourself. That means trying jobs, that means trying relationships, that means uh, taking a leap of faith as it were. And I know that sounds weird. I know that might sound strange as an INTP to like take a leap of faith or trust. Like, why would I do that? I'm a person that's analytical. I, I make choices. I make choices based on data, but the thing is you need data to work with, right? So most of the time, if you're making a premature judgment about someone or a situation, you're not making a judgment based on data. You're making a judgment based on past experience, a singular past experience. So what I'm essentially suggesting is that to second guess yourself <laughs> and then if if you can assume or if you assume that you have all the data you're probably wrong <laughs> so you know it means try something else that means that um 
it's gonna take some time. It took probably, so I've been married before. That's really part of the impetus for this video. I've been married before and it really took an entire experience of being married to someone else to realize what I actually want. And so that means making mistakes. It means getting into a relationship that wasn't good for me. That means just going. And that's gonna seem kind of scary. That's like, I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna make mistakes. I don't wanna make the wrong choice or I don't wanna have to deal with all these complex emotions along the way. But the truth is you're human and you're gonna have to. It's gonna be the harsh truth here. I'm gonna tell you straight up. You're gonna have to make those hard choices. You're gonna have to do things that are gonna be uncomfortable. You're gonna have to experience a reality that's outside of your mind. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to take the leap of faith, as I've been saying, right? So while I've had a couple videos that kind of amounted to that, you know, a lot of, a lot of INTP growth, INTP growth, INTP growth, points in a very similar direction, taking some sort of a leap of faith and trying something new and going in a different direction or, or an unknown direction, right? So it's, there's no other, <laughs> there's no other, there's no cognitive solution. It's just do it. And so when you've got to just do it, you know, I know it sounds great to just keep going down the rabbit hole of of videos and advice and you know you could seek advice along the way but but do it as you're going down a path right do it do it in the midst of living do it as you're out and experiencing life and meeting people and trying things trying different jobs trying different hobbies trying different skill sets and so that that tertiary si that introverted sensing can make it so that it can be hard to let go of something. It can feel like we owe, sorry for, for all the jerkiness of the camera. Uh, it can feel like we owe things more time and you do not owe things more time. If you're done, be done, move on. If a relationship isn't working, move on. If a hobby doesn't feel right, move on. If you try something and it doesn't gather your interest or put you into flow, then move on, right? Give it an effort, you know, like give it some time, give it a try. But notice when you're just coasting. Notice when you're just doing it because you feel like you have to. Notice the should statements in your mind. Notice when something is just usual. Notice when you're just, you're just coasting. You're just going on the same trail in circles over and over again, like I am right now, <laughs> right? Uh, let's, let's change up the path here. Let's go somewhere else. And so this is, it's hard. This gimbal is heavy and I'm short. I got short arms <laughs> and I don't like the widest this lens goes is 18 millimeters. So I want to get a wider lens. So this sort of thing can be a little bit easier. And, um, but hey, I hope the footage is stable. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to go for here. Uh, so let's, let's walk a little bit and just see what this feels like, right? And that's really all it is, is like, let's see what this feels like. So the question might be like, feels like, what do you, what do you mean feels like? Well, feels like is literal, somatic, your body. Are you feeling stress? Are you feeling like 
you're misunderstood. Are you feeling like nothing makes sense? Are you feeling like you're in a situation where you're having to consistently stand up for yourself? You're having to set up boundaries more often than normal. Uh, do you feel physically exhausted? Are you not able to get enough sleep in your current situation? You know, does it feel, I don't know, do you feel frustrated a lot of the time? Are you feeling like you're pushing yourself more than you should? You know, those are the questions you can start to ask yourself to ask the feel question, right? And if you're not sure, especially I've, I've recommended when you're trying to figure out emotional stuff that extroverted feeling is about extroverted your feelings, extroverting your feelings, right? So a confidant, a friend, someone in the comments here, uh, talk into a microphone or talk into something that you can kind of work out those things and acknowledge and even ask yourself those questions out loud that I just asked you. How am I feeling right now? How does my body feel right now? Am I stressed all the time? Am I feeling anxiety? And what might be the cause of those things? You know, what, where am I going? What am I doing? What do I actually want? And keep asking those questions and do it not just by yourself, but like try to find someone who is willing to work those details out with you and help you answer those questions. Somebody that can give you some feedback because sometimes if you're expressing something to someone, you just say like, you know, I'm a little stuck. I'm not really sure where I'm going. And then someone gives you the response of like, you know, I understand, you know, that makes sense. You know, this is really hard. Life's really hard. It's really hard to figure out who to marry. It's hard to figure out if you want to get married, if, if you want to have kids, where do you want to go next? Um, how it feels to feel, you know, uh, all this stuff is really hard. So two things that really stand out and it's, well, a couple things, really four things. They're called cognitive functions. Um, first, as I'm tearing for some reason, uh, first being that as you move your body and you get out into the world and start to experience new things and you experience more extroverted intuition that, you know, you strain yourself a little bit more and your body tells you more. You have more information to physically work with. Okay. I think that's why I'm tearing <laughs> because I'm actually physically moving my body and my muscles are a little strained. So I'm putting this down on the wall here. There's a lot of mosquitoes around too, so I'm getting bitten and um, dealing with that as I'm talking. But um, really it's just, and I've got a wireless mic on so I can, I can step back if I wanted to. This is weird. <laughs> I'm not used to this. Uh, so it's the four things, four cognitive functions. Your introverted thinking, you're moving and working all the time. You're thinking logically, right? Then you got to experience things and you expand your territory and you meet new people and meeting those new people or new situations or trying new hobbies or new things, doing those things gives you more information to deduce. So you can use your introverted thinking to say like, you know what, this doesn't make sense financially, or this doesn't make sense. This person's using a lot of my time or attention. And I don't mean those rudimentary, just like 
those rudimentary choices that we make around like never getting into a relationship and just saying holistically like, yeah, it just takes a lot of time and attention. But like good partners will add to your life. Good partners will actually make it a little bit easier for you to navigate the world. Someone that helps you pay the bills, someone that helps you buy the food, someone that helps you cook the food, someone that actually supports you and is with you. I'm going to move because there's a lot of bugs here. Um, someone who will be a part of, of your life and actually be a supplement to your life, right? Like, so those, those logical choices you're making around, um, those quote unquote logical choices you're, ma you're making around never getting into a relationship, uh, are, are more likely again around limited experience. You've maybe never experienced someone who is going to be helpful to you. Maybe you've not had experience where someone can help you pay the bills or that you can have an intellectual conversation with. So those things are those logic. Those, just notice when your logic is based on a limited experience. And, um, you know, again, logically speaking, there are 8 billion people in the world. There's someone out there for you, you know, when it comes to relationships. And then there's the any part, the expanding the territory. I already talked about that. And then noticing when your introverted sensing is trying to hold you down. You know, when you're getting into a space where you're, you're, you're getting into a space where you're holding yourself back, you're stuck in usualness, you're just doing the same things over and over again, your partner or your job or whatever big decision or situation is not enabling variety. It's not allowing for you to grow. It's not encouraging growth, right? I think that's super important as well. And then uh, that extroverted feeling, you know, is it, do you have someone you can confide in? Is, is your job or your partner emotionally rewarding? You know, are you able to fully express yourself? Are you comfortable around them? Uh, and, and it's not necessarily about trying to predict the future. That's something that we get stuck in. That's that six function NI, introverted intuition, trying to pre predict too far down the road. You know, I always talk about when I've done coaching with INTPs, um, there is kind of this wall we come against, right? There's this, our intuition is really about the moment, right? The moment being like a little bit in the past, a little bit in the future, and mostly the present. So we can only really predict for ourselves what's coming maybe in the next two, three months, sometimes even six months at most, depending on how much information you have. And then there's this wall, it's fuzzy. It's like, I don't know what's coming next. Well, when you don't know what's coming next, that's usually a, a that's usually time for you to get into action. You know, start to expand the territory, starting to just experience and do the things that you're planning for yourself to do, right? So those things are, that's what that wall really means. That fuzziness really means. So don't stress about having a five-year plan, two-year plan, even a one-year plan. You know, figure you figure things out in the moment and trust yourself to be able to do that because that's part of your cognitive processes. That's part of your ability as an INTP. So I hope that kind of helps. I, I, I don't know. I didn't really know where I was going with this video. I really just wanted to test the technology. I wanted to do something out in nature. I wanted to, I don't know, 
feel this out and just post it and see, see how this goes. Um, but let me know if you like this sort of video. Let me know if this helped you in any kind of way. Making big, big decisions is hard. Um, but I know that a lot of INTPs, we just deflect to the idea that I don't have introverted feelings, so I have no idea of knowing what my values are. You can, it's just a matter of experience, it's a matter of time, it's a matter of energy, it's a matter of expansion, it's a matter of, of deduction, it's a matter of not getting stuck and stale, it's not a matter, it's a matter of connecting with people, it's a matter of experiencing life. And all of those things combined uh, create the potential for you to access a little bit of that eighth function F, FI, right? Don't worry about trying to access that directly. Don't worry about a thing like values. You might figure out your values over time. I know some of mine, some of mine is honor. I value uh, principles and, uh, <laughs> which is values, principles are another version of values, I guess. You can think about that in that way. Um, you know, I, I value respect. I think that's important. I value autonomy. I value my time. I value care and attention. I care about, um, you know, it's harder to access. <laughs> you know, it's, I'm not lying about that. Uh, so I know it's going to be difficult for anyone. So, you know, don't, again, don't sweat it too much. I could probably step back again, right? Like, there's a big hole here. I should probably. This is probably the first time you've seen a full body shot. By the way, I'm a little pudgy. Don't worry about it. This is how I live my life. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going to wrap this up so I can go back home and um, edit this video and figure it all out. So um, I appreciate you. Thanks for listening and watching. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. So after watching this video, I thought I'd share like why, why Molly, why, why did her and I get married? Why did I make that choice? Um, and like I mentioned in the main part of the video, it is very largely about my past experiences. She represents a lot of things that I never knew that I thought I could have in a person, in a partner. Uh, you know, I, I made a lot of concessions for myself in the past. Like I, I used to think that I only deserved a certain type of anything, right? I never thought I was um, valuable or someone who was worth seeking, uh, someone that anyone wanted to date or be with or spend time with. So getting to this place where I had been through relationships where I had to put basically extra effort into um, feeling valued, like making them feel so importantly valued that they almost had no choice but to value me. Um, you know, I then came across this relationship and she actually likes me. 
<laughs> um, uh, I, I don't feel like I have to prove anything. I don't feel like I have to do anything specifically. Now, every relationship takes maintenance and there's a limit. I'm not naive in that way. Um, but, and it's not as if I can just rest on my laurels and not do anything, but it also feels like the stakes are lower. I don't have to, you know, that I'm not having to fit into these cliche expectations or a role of what a husband looks like or a, a boyfriend used to look like and things like that. Right. And I've definitely been caught up in that drama circle all the time with, uh, past relationships. It used to very much feel that way where I had to operate in a certain manner. Right. And Molly doesn't make me feel that way. She's super patient. We actually communicate and talk about all of our, uh, any issues we have, you know, we both go through ego stuff all the time and we both have patience for each other. We hold space for each other. <clears throat> and, um, we ask questions, we get curious, we have really great intuitive conversations. Um, we respect each other's individual interests, and then we also nurture the relationship. So what has been ultimately helpful is thinking about ourselves individually, and then thinking about the relationship as a third entity you know, a lot of people end up getting like a puppy or something. That's kind of what that is, but, um, in a more third eye esoteric kind of way. Right. So that's really what that means in essence is, um, we put a lot of effort into all three of those things and, um, the conscious effort that we make, I think is what makes this the best thing I've experienced in my life and made marrying her like a no brainer. Honestly, like we didn't even feel like we needed to get married, um, but we did because why not? And it was a chance to celebrate and do a ceremony and kind of feel like we could come back out into society after regrouping and having to refix our lives um, after the last few years. So without getting too much more personal than that, that is how I led to the, I got to this point. And that was a result of making a lot of mistakes and getting to know what wasn't working for me and uh, all of that stuff. So I, I figured that might help as a kind of supplement at the end of this video, if you're someone that's looking for a relationship. And we also have a course on our on dopamine.school uh, called Finding and Maintaining Relationships for INTPs. Now there's also careers and stuff related to big decisions. There's other things that are big decisions. So if you have a big decision you're trying to make in your life or have made decisions and what went into that, I'd love to know. Go ahead and leave a comment below and I'll catch you in the next video. See ya. This has been a C-Note Media Production.